You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bomb and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. We're on. We are on. We are doing our podcast. We're on right now. Test, one, two, test, test. You test, test, test yours. Test, test. Test, test. You go. I Stop it. I'm not doing it. Enough. Test. Okay. Stop, Everything's tested. Uh, we might have to pause this at some point, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Because uh, Bonnie's... Well, you don't know because you don't know what's going to happen. But Yeah, you never know. You know, you can't say, if certain things happen, we'll pause it. But you guys won't even know that we paused it because we'll start it back up. So I don't even know why. It might be a little click, glitch. A little glitch? Might be. It might might hear a phone ring and then, hey, it's him. And then all of a sudden we're talking about something else. Oh, that's true. That's true. Well, what? uh, let's say hi to to everybody out there who misses us. Hello. Uh, And uh, look, a, a, uh, a text from Opie. You have to put your phone away. Uh, I'm going to put my phone away right Get now. Get your head in the game. Okay. Let's do a good one. I know you think certain ones are good, and then I don't think they're good, but this one time I want to do one that I think is good. All right, then get going. Start. I mean, you have to help me. I don't know how to do it on my own. Well, I mean, we could. what can we start off with? We... We well, watched. we just got back. No, we, we, you don't want to do the best story first. Well, you don't know what's going to lead into it. We I don't know. What, I don't break, have any stories. It's the only one Breaking Bad, the ending to Breaking Bad. Did you like that? Really? We're going to go over stuff like that? No. No. Other people are doing that, right? Other yeah. podcasts. Okay. How about last night when we were going to fool around you gave me a lecture in the middle like you always do when we fool around i'm not talking about our sex life all right before it was before our sex life she said my hands feel like gloves no i said it feels like you've got like um like little shovels on the ends of your wrists that's how you it's like it's even less intimate than pawing <laughs> then what? Then pawing. You know, it's not even like you're pawing at me like an animal. It's like robotic hands. <sighs> but why are they like this? What? When you go like your fingers are together. No, they're not. I caress you. You know, and then Bonnie before fooling around is picking her toes and then says, Will you massage my feet? I go, I couldn't you know who massages somebody's feet after they were picking their toes? That's kind of gross. Like, and plus, I don't even like to massage her feet. Like, here's the thing. Like, oh, some God, people. I don't even want to talk. Okay, we'll move on. But like, when I was a kid, remember the kids when you were young, there was certain people that could walk around barefooted all day mm-hmm. and nothing hurt their feet. Yeah. And you go, damn, man, that's so cool. He walks around barefooted, like, mm-hmm. you know, plays and 
I don't know why that was cool. Like when you I were maybe like a teenager, barefoot when you were a teenager or something, and and they and you go, man, like how the heck does he do that? I don't Plays remember baseball. actually being like so in awe or you well, know, because having never, such admiration for people well, that anytime, were barefooted. Anytime I went barefoot, I would. When I, I saw somebody going barefooted, I'd stand back. Whoa! Are you correct? Look at this guy. Oh, if only I could. Mm, but I've got to wear socks and shoes every day. I remember when I would go barefoot, I'd be like, ow, ooh, ah. I have to walk. You know, I wasn't as cool as the other barefoot dudes. You had, uh, you, ten- you were tender for Yeah. So what I'm getting at is like the bottom of your feet seem like you could, you've walked barefoot a lot. I've walked barefoot a lot in my life, yeah. Like, your bottom of your feet are kind of like rough. Oh, come on. Not bad, not not bad. Really, Rich? Take off your shoe. No, I'm not going to take off my shoe right now. All right, let's move on. But it's not true. You don't think you have the word, I have a bad toe? I have bad toes. Yeah, you have a gross toe. I mean, it's, you can't even look at it. It's it's disfigured. So you don't think the bottom of your feet are? Go- Do you know, in the olden days, you could get a you could get a divorce from someone. That was one of the things if they were disfigured. Yeah, like yeah. What, how old? They couldn't get it up. They were disfigured. There was like a couple of things. These were the the basis for divorce. You got two out of three reasons already. What's what are you doing with your mouth? Do you Sorry. really? What are you doing? Are you saying? Oh, you're trying to swallow something. So, no, listen, just concentrate on yourself. It's hard to <laughs> actually make a face with you, concentrate on myself. So, we decided last night that you're very, very literal. This is why we get into arguments a lot. You're very literal, and I'm more, you know, airy. I don't know if airy is the right word, but I, I like to discuss things in terms of sort of theories and. Like could be's, maybe's, you know. I give examples of things that doesn't mean that's the exact thing, and then you always, you know, I go for proof. But I didn't I know. I mean, is this? A, I wonder though if it's something to do with like aging, you know, um, just just general aging. I'm not saying you're old, but I'm saying like if you if something like. I know the frontal lobe gets worn down. If there's something in that that makes you like take everything more literally i don't take everything like that was that a joke yeah oh that was being literal i don't take everything see i repeated mm. <laughs> but that is kind of how you are right oh i like i go by like, facts i go by you know uh i know but uh, you're an artist and you're yeah, you know, so. you're supposed to be a theory guy because that's what you do on stage. You're supposed to, here's a thought that I had, you know, it's not like, you know, fact people are like people who go into math and stuff, you know. Not facts. I just like to, you know, I like I like to be a little regiment, regimented mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, things to go smoothly and things go smoothly. Right, when but when you you're have... just having a discussion with someone, it's hard for you to see things in terms of like, a gray area. You're very black or white in how you, it's either this is the way it is or that's the way it is in your mind. You can't hold two opposing thoughts at the same time and make that work for you, right? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I mean, it, there's certain things, certain issues and stuff. I go, well, I can if see this be- side being right. I can see that side being right. 
I could see, you but know. But sometimes it's not even in terms of being right. It's more in terms of just. Well, I could see their point. You know, I could when it comes to gay marriage, like I believe in gay marriage, but I could see the point of people that are against it. I don't. Well, because you're see, but you're 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 supposed to be creative. They their point is no because it's not because gay, I can see the point of somebody who thinks abortion is wrong. Yeah, I can see. I that can see too. the point of that, but people are. So I don't religious. see how like somebody else getting married affects you or your life or anything. It, it, they might think it it affects the church and it it a, it weakens yeah. it weakens their beliefs. I don't uh, know. I could see it's it. Silly. What do you mean? It's it's it, it people that are against it are just as much against it as people are who are for it. And there's people that are against things that aren't bad people. That's just their beliefs. You know, and beliefs, like you say, aren't right or wrong. They're beliefs. I mean, some are, if you believe. Yeah, that's wrong, because if you believe certain people just sit on the back of the bus, that's kind of ridiculous. See, that's a, yeah. But that's not a religious belief. That's your own personal belief. A religious belief is what people are, you know, accustomed to because that's all they had their whole life was religion. You know, look at Henry VIII. You know, please stop. He tried to go. He tried to go above the church. He tried to put himself above. You don't the know church. what happens yet. He I tried, like how I in the tutors it says, "You know the end of the story, but do you know the full story?" And we're like, we don't even know the end of the story. Like we don't know. Yeah, I he, could look it up, but I, I don't want. He dies. But he tried to put himself. Yeah, it was in the 1600s. I'm pretty sure he died. It was. It was in the 1500s. You act like you like. Look, (laughs) it was in the 1600s, but it was the 1500s. So don't act like. Okay, but my point is, of course, he died. What I'm saying is, he tried to put himself above the church, and that separates people. That's why you have to separate church and state. Do you know what that means? Separation between church and state. What? Let me hear your theory on. What's the difference between separation and There's not supposed state? to be uh, religion in the government. Yeah. There's supposed to be a separation. Yeah, and there's not supposed to be government and religion. Okay, fine. I think. I well, don't know. It stands to reason. If there's going to be a separation, gosh darn it, there's going to be a separation. separation. That's what I always say. Jesus, what do you like? What? You ask me these questions. Like, you think you're so smart. A separation of church and state. Do you know? Even if I'd never heard of it, even if I had no, like this, this is the first time it's ever been brought up. It's the first time it's ever entered my consciousness. I think I could actually. Do you know what the separation of church and state means? Ah, uh, does it mean state and church can't be together? True. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's ridiculous what you ask me. All right, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, ask me something about painting again. There, that's where you really excel. <laughs> you can really get me on a few things. Well, do you know what size of paintbrush you use when you're doing the moldings? Two oh. inch, or you can use four if you're good. If you can cut it in well. Stop. All right. So. So anyway, my point is, is that we have different kinds of discussions and that we get into arguments a lot because you're very. And also, I feel that even if I'm like, if I'm giving you an opinion that I have, you take that as somebody has to be right. You take it as this is the start of a fight. 
So you can't like weigh in on a discussion. Oh, I feel like it's maybe this or I feel, oh, maybe that. It's always like you, I feel like you always want to start fighting till you're right. And then you make it that if I'm trying to tell you my point of view, you're like, you think that you're being attacked. You always say that I'm being attacked. Well, last night you were. No, I wasn't attacking. I was trying to explain why I didn't like something. Yes, but you. I tried to explain, explain it in a nice way before, and you didn't take it that way. But you, you assume people know what you're thinking, and then. Well, no, I was trying to be. I was trying to be no, nice, no. and then not be like. When something happens, you go. I told you this, but you didn't tell the person that because you assume well, they I assume, knew. No, I assume that you pick up on clues that people are giving you. Well, um, I'm sorry, when we're in bed, hunt. I don't want to be like. Hey, idiot, enough. You know, I, I, I give you a few clues in advance that I don't want something happening. Or well, whatever. Then what, you just keep trying until what I people, get mad. That's what, listen, listen, that's what makes the world go round. People are different, you know, different strokes for different folks. You never heard that song by Sly and the Family Song? Yeah, so on and so on. What? You got like, I know all your references. I know all your references. You never heard me say Sline and Family Stone? Yeah, of course I have. Oh, really? No, I'm making it, no, folks, I'm making it up. He got me. He got me. I just Different. went through a deposition, buddy. I know how to answer questions. <laughs> Where were you Excuse me. on the night of March 16th? When they said the date in the deposition, I was like, oh, that was when it was. I thought it was later. Bonnie had to go uh, just do a deposition, uh, you know, because our house caught on fire two years ago. And you got to go through all the legal bullshit, this and that. Discovery. 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 The lawyer who uh, was for the... Okay, first of all, we went in. We were a little early. We went in. There was court in session. We went in, checked that out. It was the most boring. Well, that was a boring case. Yeah. It was just like we were listening to them have coffee. The, I liked the judge, though. He seemed pretty smart. They had great... It's so weird that it's so casual, and yet they're still saying, like, judge, one of the... You know, and then what it comes after sounds like something you would say to the guy, like, that you're just in the cab with, the cab driver. They're talking like that, but they got to say, like, prosecution, where do you stand? And... uh you know, the, the, when we were watching the defense attorneys, like, yeah, back then when our hair wasn't gray and the judge, yeah, that was a while ago when they're talking amongst each other as they're determining the fate of some. They didn't want the case. Nobody wanted the case. The The lawyer was trying to get out of it. He told the judge, I've been doing this pro bono for four years. The judge was like, hey, we've all been there in our careers. And they, they had a stinker. And, and the judge was like, you know what? I worked with you on something a long time ago. I feel like I should recuse myself from this case. And then the lawyer was like, oh, come on. That was when we were a long time ago. We both had dark hair. Uh, anyway, that was pretty much it. Then Madam Prosecutor. And she Madam Prosecutor. I agree with you, Judge. And uh, we don't even know what the case was about. We no idea. We so then know. we left. Had to go into another room. The attorney's lounge to get deposed. Then Rich the wasn't supposed to be there, but he was sitting there and the... Stenographer came in. Is that what she's called? The court yeah. reporter. Yes, or stenographer. Oh. She and was uh, extremely hot. She was pretty hot. She was kind of hot for and, her age. Uh, 
I, I don't think she was that old. Well, she had a 16-year-old kid. I know, but people can have kids. I mean, she wasn't hot like you would go hot. I mean, in a courtroom type hot way, you know. She was thin, nice hair, good And then skin. where she was sitting, I could look right up her dress. She's wearing a short skirt. Short skirt. Um, her time in Sleeveless. Um, so then the, uh, the opposing attorney came in. I don't know what he's called. He was called the attorney for the plaintiff. Okay. And he was wearing a funny tie and stuff. Raccoon on it. He likes raccoons. But he recognized Rich right away. Gave a little, oh. And then um, told Rich that he was a comedian. But really, he just wanted to be a comedian, he, he, he told us. And then would not stop telling us jokes. What he told us about his... He, his name was Frank. And um, another guy came in. And he, he goes, you must be Frank. And he goes, and I'm also forthright and something else. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> How many times has he used that one I before? Know. And then but, our attorney came in. But I liked that attorney that was against you. The plaintiff attorney. You liked him better. No, I didn't like him better than our, your attorney. But he was just a nice guy. He's just doing his job. You Frank know? and Larry. You know, Frank... You know, he got personal with us before, uh, very personable before. Oh, he the, told us all about his life. He was About very, his animals and how he takes he care of them. Uh, he rescues wild animals. He rescues animals and, you know, feeds raccoons. What a character. Rubs noses with raccoons. Kept going, here's a joke, here's a joke. But he was a nice guy. He was doing his job. Wow. You know, he's the insurance company, he's probably that insurance company's lawyer. This is your case, da, da, da. Because he even said, I hate to, uh, I hate suing nice people like you. Yeah. You know, we hate it too. Yeah. So that's what we like, have in well, common with lawyers. Yeah. Hey, let's, 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 uh, dro- let's drop this nonsense. Go for a drink. I don't drink, but I would have said, hey, let's drop well, this. Well, sometimes I mean a coffee when I say drink. Oh, I would have said, hey, let's drop this nonsense and go out for a low calorie salad. That's what, what if I would anytime said. you said to someone like, hey, you want to grab a coffee, they had to tell you that they don't drink coffee. It would start to get annoying. You're like, yeah, well, you can get anything you want. Well, when you say let's go for a drink, that means alcohol. I know, but you always make it clear. No one, says, no one says, hey, let's go out for, you know, a, a mocha frosty or something. Whatever they call it. I don't know uh, what you're talking about. Like a milkshake? You know, a cappuccino, mocha, whatever they, Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks sells all those Has nothing lattes. ever sunk in that, like unless you yourself are using something, it just doesn't sink in, right? Like. A latte, cappuccino. A latte cappuccino. I never no, had one of those. No, latte. Those are two different things. So then our lawyer, Bonnie's lawyer, came and uh, we had a... Uh, and if you've ever seen Damages, you know what happened next. Yeah. See, that's why we know a lot about the law because yeah. we watched five seasons of Damages. You already, they said, don't elaborate. If you don't know, say you don't know. Don't give any information yep. extra. I already knew that. Because I watch damages. Five seasons of it. Yeah. Five seasons. And we we are cl- like, I bet if we, and this is for real, if we went to law school, you know, touched up on things and took our bar yeah, exam. We could, probably. we could pass the bar exam yeah. from all the knowledge we have. And how many times have we used to watch Law and Order when they were in court? Yeah. I mean, we've watched yeah. so much court yeah. stuff on TV that I really think we could I'm pass might, the Yeah, bar. I might start putting Esquire behind my name. Put what? Esquire? Yeah. I was thinking of putting uh, uh, 
Rich, attorney at law. Yeah. Or, Rich Voss, attorney at law. Yeah. Or a firm. Attorney at life. That's what you should write. Rich Voss, attorney at life. But we're close. I, you know what? But he did ask me a question. He said, have you ever, and I, I went guilty, but I shouldn't have said that. You should always just say yes or no. <laughs> I told you. That's a little joke. I told her to, I, just did. <laughs> I told her throughout I told her before and I I prep Bonnie too like our Rich lawyer. Th- Rich thought I should go in saying um anytime they ask me a question that I would say normally just say no to that I should say prove it. <laughs> yeah. Prove it. But you were kind of serious, right? You were like say prove it. Prove it. Pal. Can you imagine saying that? Prove it. In a know. deposition. Prove it. You watched too many shows. I'm telling you, prove it. All I'm right. going to see, you know what? I'm going to look online to find out if there's uh, like fake bar exams that we could take. Just to see where we... Where we stand oh. when it comes to the law. Right. Because, and see who would do better between you and I. I mean, if we both online... I wonder if you could take the bar without going to law school and then if you pass you pass they should let you do that if you pass then you pass well there's a lot of like just like anything like i think anything like if you can pass the final test without going to the school or whatever you should be able to be that yeah, profession. I mean, yeah there's a lot of jailhouse lawyers that know a lot about law from reading and reading and reading throughout their sentence yeah you know and they help other prisoners yeah. with their with their appeals yeah. And you know their probation yes. here, and their what do you call uh-huh. hearings? Their uh, correct. You know, so true. You know, if you you know the best thing about the best for anything is experience. So if you know all the technical stuff about you know being a lawyer, you just need a couple cases under your belt. You know, you you need some practice. Okay, some people might be sacrificed during your practice, but. So be it. So be it. But in the long run, you're going to become a good lawyer. You need those failures to get you know, good. You know, look, when you were, when everybody was watching My Cousin Vinny, nobody thought. Yeah, nobody who had thought any, yeah. he would win. Right. Who thought? That's a good point. That's a good movie to bring up in this for this, uh, although he did go to law school, but I still kind of like it. Yeah, but no one would think that kind of guy would win, especially with Fred Quinn as, Fred Gwynn as the judge. Right. You know, Fred Gwynn is um, the judge. You know who the judge was? You know who Fred Gwynn I was? I saw the movie. But you know who Fred Gwynn? What what major character did he play? Fred Gwynn. The the judge. But in what's he known for? Oh, um Is it um I don't know. Matlock? Are you fucking <laughs> <laughs> Matlock? I don't know. I just uh, Deliverance. Fred Gwynn. Fred Quinn. It was a it was a half hour comedy. Half hour comedy. Yeah. Sanford and Sons. Yeah, he was Fred Sanford. I don't know. Are Barney you? Miller. No. <laughs> the Munsters. Oh. He was fucking Fred Munster. <laughs> I could, I really didn't know who he was to begin with. I just guessed on the judge. Herman. No, I mean Herman Munster, not Fred Munster. Did I say Fred Munster? Herman Munster. Oh, I love it when you're schooling someone. Herman Munster. You want to talk about the Facebook guy last night? Okay. Isn't Facebook horrible? There's something about it that just, it makes me question 
mankind i mean it's like it's everyone's just so like weird on there they're they're telling i feel like i'm reading people's private things like that i shouldn't be privy to and not only that but it's stuff that i don't even want to know like like yeah the dumbest stuff they like, put up people love to do that like thing where they this is what happened to me at starbucks today uh barista blah 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 me blah 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 barista blah 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 it's like who i don't need to be yeah. are you really sitting everybody's down and rewriting a, your everybody's giving their daily fucking journals on facebook like and then i took my dog to the vet the vet I know, but i don't understand like what and then but then the comments are worse than the things that people post because people would be like well i um i cheated on my diet this morning and i ate some chocolate and uh, now I'm feeling pretty depressed about it. Then, oh, when you fall like, down, get yourself back up. Yeah, it's like a hundred <laughs> things of like, you can do it. You look great anyway. You know, it's, oh, I mean. You go, girl. It, yes, and it's like, you know that like, I don't know. Am I that jaded where I think the people typing it don't really believe it anyway when they're writing? They're like, oh, God, I got to. I got to write on Janet's uh, comments again. I'm about, hmm. Keep going. Keep going. You've fallen off this diet for 14 years. One more time. Yeah. Well, Jesus. Uh, Don't act like you ate just one piece of chocolate either, Janet. And I said this about you. Twitter is the same as Facebook, only with a certain amount of characters. It's different because you choose whose comments you're going to read also. You choose who comments you're going to read on Facebook. You don't have to go to uh, responses and... If you don't accept them as friends, their stuff I never know, but pops it's up. I too late. I already accepted like five. Th- I just accepted friends. I just yeah. Anybody. Well, start deleting. I started deleting people. I found out how to do it. Oh. If they, I only want to keep comics and females okay, as so my friends. Okay, so that comment that you read the other day, he's a friend. He's on. I guess he is. I guess I accepted him at one point. Oh. So he wrote a thing that I post, and this is so. This is classic Facebook post. Um, a comedian, a friend of ours, passed yes. away yesterday. Yes. And then this fellow, Monty wrote, Hoffman. Monty Hoffman. Um, May he rest in peace. Who was in? He was a really nice guy. He gave I, me a lot of work when I lived in Los Angeles. He was on Last Comic Standing on my season. Um, he had cancer. He got part of his face removed, and he continued to do stand up for like fifteen years. Yeah. After that, and I don't know what he, how. Was he sick? Do you know the the what he died details? from? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't details. I'll have to go on Facebook and look. But it he up. had a challenging life, and he was a, yeah. he was a he, good guy. And, he was uh, wasn't he sober too? I think. I, I I think so. You're right. Yeah. So um yeah he went through a lot and then this guy does a post on the day of his death, writes uh yeah I don't want to say what comedian died but a comedian died today and um, when I met him he was mean to me. When he no way he was a, when I first started comedy. Oh yeah, he was mean to me, and uh, it taught me a lesson to be nice to all the young comics coming up. Because that's all they want. All they want is encouragement, and oh young comics, someone, all yeah. they want is encouragement. Yeah, and someone to be nice to them. It, Go fuck them. I bet fuck you them. like there's a lot of new comics that don't value that guy's opinion at all. <laughs> anyway, well, like, he's, he's a new being comic nice to me. Like, can you get out of here? 
leave me alone. But it, it's like, so he's, saying it's like he's using somebody's death to like pat himself on the back for like, look at what a great person I am. It's so gross. It's so gross. That's the way two nice people can be like that. They're like, what? I'm just I'm a great person. And it's like, no, you're not. You're I don't make- using someone the day of someone's death to trash them. That's uh, like the most horrible thing you can do. I wrote back to the guy. I go, well, the day you met him, basically, I wrote, you know, when he was meeting you, that could have been the day he found out he had cancer. How do you know what the fuck's going on in that guy's head? Yeah. You know, don't like, just, re- like, you're some new comic I mean, that expects every con- every headliner to come along and fucking, do you know how many comics come in and out of this business? You know, a hundred new comics and maybe one sticks with it. So you're supposed to be like, hey, just do this, do that. You know, you're just kind of jaded. But also, I would be curious to know exactly how mean Monty, because Monty often might have been like gruff or, um, I don't see him as you know, mean. dismissive. But I mean, he's not a mean person. He's not a no. cruel person at all. No. So we're I mean, mean, we're meaner than he is. Oh, we've been pretty mean. When we die, there's going to be a lot of Facebook messages <laughs> about us. You know. But I, I think like the thing is like. I sort of enjoy a kind of mean-spirited humor. Yeah. Like, like in a way, like, if somebody's kind of mean to me, um, it's not that I like it, but, I mean, if if I think they're joking, I do kind of, like, I like the balls it takes for people to say things. I mean, obviously, I like compliments. I like people to, like, like me and all that stuff. But if something's funny, it's funny. Funny's funny. Funny's funny. But I remember it, one time at the cellar, everyone was trashing me, and like it was one of those mo- like times where you have to go through like where like I don't remember what everything was, but it and it's it it almost never happens to me because it almost always all falls on you, like when the trashing starts, and this time it was on me. And then Colin goes at one point, he was like, "I bombed so bad, I um I thought it was married to Voss." <laughs> And I was laughing really hard. But later in the car, I was like, is that what people think? <laughs> like, you have to like process it. What? Uh, yeah, like these, there's so many new comics. And the problem is they're all thin-skinned. Not all, but there's so many thin-skinned. But it's, it's not a wrong about business being to... thin-skinned. It's yeah, about being like think... not coddled. It's not, it's not acting class. Like, have you ever taken an acting class? I'm going to guess by your last audition, yes. no. Yes, I um, have. <laughs> well, that was horrible. It was horrible. You but were he, shakier than Michael J. Fox. <laughs> that's what I auditioned for. I don't think I got to part because they would have called me by now. <laughs> they were like, he moved more awkwardly than Michael J. Fox. It would have been weird. Um, I'm, I, I don't let I can act You put me on the set On the scene any, I could do it Those auditions You know you're reading With somebody One That person's supposed To be a lady But it's a guy But that's okay And then he's standing You know 15 feet from you You're standing In the middle Center of the floor The guy's 15 feet from you And you're trying to connect And have this. It's just too uncomfortable but what the, the, but the they role, have to make you go through role, a kind of awkward no. process to do it because no, they want to no. make sure that you can do it because actual acting can be an awkward process. So they want to put you but in the most role. awkward. So, so the person who can do it in the most awkward situation, they'll, they're, oh, okay, he can do it when the camera's this close to his face. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. so that's like saying, okay, you want to audition as a comic for my club? All right, go to that funeral and do stand-up. 
Okay. No, it's not. That it is. It, that's the most no. awkward situation. Yeah, if you could do the most awkward situation in stand up, then you could do a club. That's ridiculous. Audition should be as close to the part, as close to the scene as they possibly can get. I know, get but it. what if, what if, so, okay, let's say you audition for a movie, right? And it's all oh, the things are great. The, the guy who's reading with you is fantastic. You really connect. Amazing. Now you go on set and. Because of the way that it's set up, there's a camera right here, this close to your face. There's a um, one of those reflectors. There's never a camera there. that close. Ever. Yes, there no. is. Yes, there is. No, I've worked on movies. There's never a camera that close to you. And then, but go ahead. Stop with your. I worked on movies. And then the person um, that you're you're doing your scene with um, is already gone because he's the star, and there's somebody else standing there. And you got to make fake eyeline or something. And someone's just reading you lines. Like now, do it. Now you're in a worse situation than your audition no, situation. No, because you, one, you're on the set. You're in the moment. You see what's going on around. You saw the stuff before, you know, that, you know, whatever. It's, it's just a, a lot different. Being on the set. When I, when I played Lenny Bruce on American Dreams, I'm going to tell you. Yes. When I was doing the rehearsal. How did you audition for that? I didn't. They gave it to me right off. They just gave it to me, the part. And... Why, they saw you in a club or something? No, they saw my last comic. It was NBC. They oh. knew, you know, and they knew I was great. And uh, My God, those times, those days must have been so heady for you. I had five paragraphs, I mean, five paragraphs to learn in my room. and I remember I saw you at, this, at, at, yeah, I at the improv that night, and you were like, I got to go back to my hotel room and learn these lines. I was like, you blew me off anyhow. You had to learn some lines. I didn't know you were going to be there that night. While you were on a date? I don't remember what was happening, actually. So, you know, when I did the rehearsal, I, I stunk. But when the cameras were rolling, boom, nailed it. Boom, boom, boom. Nailed it, nailed it. Boom, 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 boom. Nailed it, nailed it, nailed it, baby. You know what I'm saying? So when you put a person in that position, you know, the cream rises. But auditions are uncomfortable, awkward, and unrealistic, and not close to what you're doing. You gotta rise opinion. above. Well, that's why people take courses on auditioning. There's yeah. audition courses, classes. Yeah. Okay. I took one. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. That's why I know all those little tricks. I always tell you. What tricks? You don't tell okay, me. Okay, like if you don't know a line. Or if you don't know how to say a line properly, look down at your paper at that point. Everybody knows that. Because then they'll just be like, oh, they just didn't know the line. Well, I or was... That's, that's one of the tricks that I learned. Well, all I know is... Also, you should always, even if you know all the lines, always hold your paper so that they have expectation that it could get better. I hate, I held my paper, but I hate holding it because you can see the paper shake. Don't shake your paper. That was another one we learned. No, that's because your hands are shaking. Yeah. Don't be nervous, you fool. I wasn't nervous. I was a little nervous. I had the lines down perfect in my car. Well, it's hard because you, you, you're not doing the... You, you should have done the lines with Bobby Kelly or something. I did. Oh. As I was driving in. Wait, he, on the phone you guys did the lines back and forth? Yeah, and he gave me pointers, but he went in... What was his pointers? I don't know. He went in before me and... That seems like a small part for him. What, to play a doorman yeah. on a sitcom? Yeah. Why, well, it could be a reoccurring character. 
Why would it be a? There's no. There's there's no small parts. There's just small. Only small actors. Isn't that true? The well, guy on Game of Thrones. Yeah. So so far, this podcast is going well. So what we were talking about before the audition? The Facebook thing. Oh, so the guy writes back, and then another guy chimes in. Oh wait, no, you wrote something else that you didn't say. You oh. wrote. Oh, uh, you wrote what? Maybe that's the day you had cancer, and then later you wrote. Uh, because it was festering. It was like, pissing me off. Yeah. Well, one, I knew the guy that died. I wasn't close friends with him. I was a, you know, hello, goodbye. But we've talked. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, he called me to get him into a car. I couldn't do it. I I don't know. I kind of might have even blown him off or been an asshole to him, or maybe not. I don't know. Uh. He said, you know, especially to me, and then I wrote, uh, glad that you could take uh, the day of some guy's death to pat yourself on the back. Yeah. You know. That's a real nice thing to do. Real or something nice thing. Like you're a real, you seem like a real nice guy, a real humanitarian yeah. jackass. They writes back something. What did he write back? Oh, he wrote um, something to do with like... You don't know me. Don't judge don't me. Don't judge me. Which is... That's what Facebook does. They go, they let me put some personal shit out here and then I'm going to ask you not to judge me unless you're going to judge me in the most positive light possible. Yeah. I mean... The, the truth is when people are like writing like, you know, oh, it's too bad. People are asshole. Like, what did he think people were going to write, by the way? Did he think people were going to be like, yeah, glad he's dead. Yeah. He deserved it. How dare he? Mean to you. I when hope you he doesn't get off. into heaven. You know, starting off as a comic, he wasn't, you know, he didn't want to hear your horrible jokes or listen to that same story that he's hey, heard hey, from hey, a Don't thousand. judge me. Don't judge me. OK, I don't know you. You know. And then so Rich wrote back. Uh, he goes, don't judge me. I wouldn't judge you. And you go, no, not until I die. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, and then somebody else my wrote in. Then my, then like, comic I know you both. You're both yeah. big-hearted people, basically, which I also hate. It's like, what? I don't He's, care if your parents fought all the time and now your goal in life is to bring everyone together. Stay out of it. I hate that. Like, come on, guys, kiss and make up. Well, no, his parents were didn't fight, but he was a comic I knew years ago. How do you know about his parents? I just knew his his life. But Mr. Literal, anyway, had to add that. Thank you. Oh, I used to go to his house, and I was familiar with his family. And he was a my point is, like, why I I hate when people do that. When you have some issue or something. Come on, guys. I just let it go. I mean, personally, I don't even remember the guy's name who posted this crap. If I met him tonight... I wouldn't know what he looks oh, like. Oh, this I is know so funny. Okay, we were mean. We were genuinely mean to somebody. We no. thought we were being funny, but it turned out... Sometimes if it's you and I together, we're like it's too much. It's both of us against one newer comic. But what do you think? We weren't okay. that mean. We so talked this is about what it. happened. Okay. We talked but about I this already. Just bring, okay, so this guy came in at Stand Up New York. He was the MC, and he was being a little too friendly. And Rich was like, "Hey, you, you're bring it, take it down a notch, or walk away from us, something <laughs> like that." So the guy was like, "Whoa, just trying to be nice, you know." And then he gave me a bad intro, and I made fun of him on stage uh, for giving me a bad intro. And he was, I, I even like, I was like, "Hey, remember when I told you, you know, whatever?" And I was talking to him from the stage, thinking that he would you know, say something back that it would be funny, but he didn't, he was horrified. Fuming. Fuming. <laughs> then when I got off stage, I saw him outside gesticulating like crazy to 
anyone who came up in any other comic about what happened, you know. So take it down a notch. Yeah, hey buddy, we're trying to eat our salads here, and um, because he was like, "Hi, Ray, so great to meet you," and Bonnie, oh, and then Rich has to like, he's being nice to us. That was the thing. Like, hey, hey, I go, I go. Do you work here? He goes, "I'm the MC tonight," and you, Rich. <laughs> Take it down and not your walk over. Go stand over there. Um, anyway, so he later on, I apologized to him. I know he was feeling bad, so we made up. And and he's a good guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. So, but then you went and did this thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's called, a webisode or something. And I didn't see it. I didn't know about like what the thing was or whatever. But then one night, not that long ago, I see it online. I go, that's the guy that you were mean to at Stand Up New York. Rich had no idea. He went in. You did three web things with him, right? Yeah. He never brought it up. He no. was never like, hey, you were really mean to me. No, then I saw him again at... Uh, no, no, no. Then, oh my God. Oh, oh yeah. I, I saw him at the stand. And you thought, we had just roasted... DeRosa. DeRosa and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is so horrible. Oh, that guy, by the way, he did Conan or something. Yeah, the one the, who the night before. Yeah. But maybe a week earlier we had done got uh done um DeRosa the DeRosa roast and uh what was the guy's name? Dan Saint, Saint Germain was on the roast. Killed. Great. And Rich goes to this guy that we were mean to. I can't even remember his name. Yeah. Goes, hey, great job the other night. And the guy goes, oh, thanks. He thought you were talking about his Conan. <laughs> and you go, when you were nailing somebody, it was so, and I realized <laughs> what was happening. And I was like, no, no. And then you, you, you don't know how to get out of a situation. You're like, this is not the guy? Is this not the guy from the DeRosa roast? <laughs> but I already did my interviews with him too, right? <laughs> and you did yes. You <laughs> You just, the guy will not log into your brain. Yeah, you did like three webisodes with him. And Sean something. Isn't it Sean? His name is Sean. He must be pretty funny, I guess. He's, he was good during the interviews. You know, yeah. Sean something maybe. Morton. But he'll be like this when you die. Um, Rich was mean to me, then really nice. He thought I was someone else. Then he was mean to me again. <laughs> then he was really nice. He'd forgotten he'd met me. <laughs> the first time he told me to scram I was just trying to say hello to them You know But that's the thing You know say you've been but doing But now you're going to run into Dan St. Germain And be like Hey you know when I did the webisodes I didn't realize you were the guy uh, No Well here's here's the What I'm talking about You take a guy like Monty Hoffman Or anybody who's been doing He was probably doing comedy for what 25, 30 years Oh yeah 25, 30 years Okay And Struggling struggling he's struggling himself he's trying to get work. right even though he's a headliner i mean he's, there's a know, certain point when you're a headliner he, that if you're not on tv consistently it's it gets still hard. a struggle yeah. and and he's you know as funny as the next guy and you know yes you want to be nice to people in real life in, in real life you see you know everybody always uses the old lady thing but you see something you want to be nice you want to do the right thing yes of course but if say you had a real job Say you were working, I don't know, in an office. Let's say Apple. Everybody always uses Apple because they do. They're a big, yeah, big company. Everybody. Say you're working in Apple. Like you're in the Cuban. mall. Oh. No, no, in in the corporate office at Apple. Okay. And 
every in Chicago. Where I, I don't know where it is. Every day, a new person comes in. After thirty years or twenty years, a new you get a little jaded well, dealing you, with that new person. You might not person. be mean, but you might not be like overly like you you're don't not, want. To, you're tired yeah, of hearing everyone's yeah, story, yeah, and you're not you're not dare to train or teach every new person. But also, new comics have this very. Most new comics have a very irritating, like, uh, go get them kind of thing where they're like, they're very excited about comedy and they think like they'll do it for free. They're just happy to get stage time. So they don't understand the plight of somebody. Like I remember, um, doing a show with this girl and, um, it, it was at a, at a college, you were, you were there too, and it was supposed to be in this in the college theater thing, but for was some reason, a classroom. it was shut down, so we had to do it in a classroom. Like there was Bunsen burners there, but it went up. It was like a like a theater type, a lecture classroom, a lecture classroom. But still, it's like really, I got to do fucking stand up in a lecture classroom. So this girl went on opened or whatever, and then um, I was getting interviewed by whatever some web series thing, and she was sitting there, and I was like. He was like, how was it? You know, whatever. I was like, it's not my dream in life to be doing stand-up in a classroom, you know? I mean, I was being kind of funny about it, I guess, but I really was, like, depressed about it. And then um, that girl did her interview, and then she was like, well, I just, I don't like it when people are, you know, angry. I think you should, you know, be happy wherever you're doing stand-up, whenever you get the chance to do it in front of people. And, Ugh, you know, I just wanted to hit her with a yourself. fucking hammer because it's like, you know what? You've been doing it for, you know, 10 months or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, when I started, I was so excited. I remember getting my first guest spot, like on a real show. And I was like, I've made it. This is so great. But it's like, there's so many fucking more steps that you have to go through. I was working over the weekend in Long Island and with Tim Gage, who is one of my favorites, and 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 Tim came to see Bonnie's show. Tim and uh, Trucin. Trucin. Love Bonnie's show when Bonnie did an hour at the a week at the Creek. Big fan, Tim. I'm a big fan of Tim Gage. Tim always opens for you on Long Island, right? Why? Well, because I, I want to work with him because he's funny and he's fun to be around. You know, he's just you know. Okay. Anyway, be point being. So and then Saturday there was a girl on the show who was quite funny or kind there of funny. There was. Yeah, uh, she was the host. Who was it? Uh, I couldn't. I don't know. She blonde hair, kind of semi cute, young, tight ass, firm breasts. Oh uh, come on! No, Richard. I don't know. <laughs> Her pussy was the diameter of a dime. Uh. But I don't think she watched me. And when I started. Oh, I know. I, I used like to watch too. the fucking comics, the headliners. You know, how could At you least not once. learn and see? I mean, because there were shows where I did straight material. Then the next, on, sat, on the first But what audition. kind of stand-up was she doing? I don't know. You didn't watch her? Yeah, I did. In the beginning, yeah, so I did. So then what, like. But I'm not going to learn from her. Right, no, well, you can learn from anyone, hypothetically. But I'm saying, like, what kind of comic was she? 
low energy. She good yeah. club. She's going to be a good club comic, or she's no, more she's like probably, what, monologist, I mean, more jokey. Jokey, but how, how many females are really good club comics? Most females are good TV comics. I would say, generalizing, not being mean. I'm not saying they're not funny, but. I think females do better good. in club on TV than clubs. I don't know about that because I'm thinking of some some good ones. Yeah, there's some great ones, but whatever. Maybe that's a generalization. I'm wrong. I don't know. I think it is. Okay, so I'm wrong. But probably the TV ones just get known more. The other ones yeah. don't get them as much. But there's certain, you know, because you know how tough it is sometimes for a female in clubs. They don't get that chance. The audience doesn't give them a chance, so they're fighting from the beginning. Their timing's thrown off, so they might not come off as well. But on TV, they're not going to have those distractions. Right. Okay? So, anyhow, I just don't understand new comics. Like, I used to love watching comedy. And we talked about this a million times. They don't know. They don't. They're just, some of them, big deal. The fucking guy with cancer was mean to you. Who gives a fuck? Okay? You know what? If I found out I had cancer... But it's not even about that. Like, I don't even care about the guy. Like, okay, be mad at the guy. But really? You're going to put it on your Facebook post the day he died? The day he dies, that too. But also, like, it's the twist of, like... Making himself golden, like, and that's why I'm nice to everyone. Like, first Ugh. of all, I hate, I don't like jokes where the comedian ends up on top. Like, you ever hear people tell jokes where they're like, um, yeah, so one day this guy says to me, and then the punchline is the thing they say to the guy in response. To me, that's like, that's so cheating because obviously you've had a lot of time to think about it, come up with a really clever, you know, response. All and right. then, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know you want to move on, but I'm... I'm ra- we're going to wrap up. I know what you're saying. Yeah. You we're don't done? Like, we're at 49 minutes. Oh, we're doing... Oh, I was off by 10 minutes. Why? Because I, I thought we were almost at an hour, but we're only at 50 minutes. But yeah, 50 minutes is enough. I don't know what you're talking about right now. We're at 48 minutes, 49 minutes. Right. So in my head, I'm thinking 59 minutes, wrap it up. Oh. I was off by 10 minutes, but we could wrap it up at 50 minutes. I know. I'm glad I was like in the middle of something though. It's just like when you're done, when you're done on a topic, it's no fun anymore because you just totally shut down. No, I, cause, but I, I'm listening, but I've heard, I know that theory from you. I've heard it a million times well, and then, I agree uh, but, with but, you. Yeah, but we're on a podcast. All right. Tell that theory again. No, go fuck yourself. Here's the theory, theory. And here's the theory. And Bonnie's, well, you know, there's some jokes where the comic has to come out on top to be but funny. But that's what he's doing on the Facebook. Yeah. He's no, making I, himself, he posted to that a... to make himself look good. Yeah. Hey. You know, and then when he starts off a comic doctor. He tried to like spin it into some kind of like. I'm Gandhi. Yes. A comic doctor, I'm not going to mention his, his name, being there was probably 50 comics that died yesterday, so we yeah. can't find well, out. It was a big day for de- comic deaths, yeah. so I don't so think I don't you'll ever mention, find out. You'll never find out. Out of all the comics that died today, there was one that was mean to me, but I won't mention his name. Yeah. You know, and you know, and and the post right under him, or right above him, R.I.P. Monty Hoffman. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Favorite comic hmm, on the planet. <laughs> I wonder. I'm not going to mention the guy's name above me in the post. Uh, whatever. I don't know the guy. If I ran into him tonight, I wouldn't even know. 
if someone said his name, hey, this is yeah, so no, and so, I so and so, I go, hey, how you doing? Or whatever. I wouldn't. I don't even remember his name. I'm sure that you would just be like, hey, no big deal. It's fine. I was just, you know. Right? If he was like, hey, listen, I don't want to be in a war with you. You'd be like, oh. Well, I'm done with it. Yeah. <laughs> we do, what do you... but, I, but I can imagine that, like, I mean, he says he's not a newer comic, but a newer comic that's like does a post and then Rich Voss is weighing in. It's got to give him a little bit of a like heart palpitations. <laughs> no. When that guy <laughs> sent the other post, Rich Voss schooled you. Yes. There's a picture of me in front of a blackboard. At that school that I was At that school. About. That's where we did those web, the, yes, the, web the interview. Rich Voss schooled you. I, it, just, it just upset me because I knew the guy that, you know, and, and what else really upset me was you got upset more about him trying to make himself look good in the yes. situation. I got upset. Well, about I got upset because you shouldn't the, you shouldn't trash someone on the day of their death. And if you are, then you better go full balls out and yeah. be like, you know, pee on his grave. I mean, go for it. Don't don't try to like passively yeah. pass it off as like I'm just saying this so other people can learn from what I had to go through, which is be nice to other comics. Do you think fucking go fuck yourself? Shaq or A Rod is coddling every rookie that comes on the goddamn team. No. Well, the thing is, is that at some point in your like, this is I think what happens to new comics. I know we got to wrap it up, but they they start off differently than we start off. They start off in these bringer shows, which is a very safe environment because it's all you have to bring all the people. So it's not just a random audience that's going to shout you down or whatever. And then at some point, you're going to have to go now out, go now, go now out (laughs) into the world. No, like an audience that doesn't know you, doesn't know how long you've been doing stand up doesn't know anything about it doesn't give you the benefit of the doubt and they're gonna hate you so you have like you know you're, you're gonna have people yelling at you so i just don't get why you'd be if you're that sensitive you're, that you're not gonna make it in the business you know what i'm gonna make new comics do from now on when i work with minor road i'm gonna make them hold the towel like henry the eighth did oh he as, masturbated and his page had to hold his towel <laughs> i'm gonna make oh, new comics hold the towel as i jerk off into it well I, they, they I, could, that could be a teeny tiny towel no i i had a big load on your face Stop. oh well don't Stop. you you can't say a teeny tiny towel i'm making a joke but you can't you can't tell real things i can't tell real things well this weekend we'll be at the L.A. Podcast Festival. Oh, we have Andy Kindler is going to be our guest celebrity uh, marriage counselor. Yes. That's going to be fun for a live podcast. Uh, Seven o'clock at the Delfina Marriott. No, Sheraton. Oh, Sheraton in Santa Monica. Yeah. Send them, send them somewhere else. Whatever. Go to, podca- go to LAPodcast.com and look it up. But we're not listed. We are listed if you put our names in. Oh, we are? Yes. We had a banner made up. Oh, we, we had a big banner. Of course, you can find out where we are. And you can Tickets are really cheap. They're like $99 for the whole weekend. And there are really good podcasts there. Mark Marin, Joe Rogan. Todd Glass. Uh, t- all the top ones. Um, my Wife Doug Hates Benson, Me. Doug Benson. My Wife Hates Me. 
who else? I don't know. But there's, there's oh, yeah. uh, Keith and the girl will be there. And we're going to do their podcast too. And they're having a stand up show on Thursday night, but we won't be there. Yeah, we don't get in until Friday. And then there's a stand up show on Saturday night. I don't know where that is, but we, I guess, are not on it. Well, when we show our face there, they'll put us on at least but, you yeah, or me. This, look at this mug here. If they're smart, they'll put us on it. Yeah. If they want some yeah. real East Coast comedy, they don't. That's why we're not on it. They want some nice. They want a lot of like, mm, what else? Hey, um, dude, man. Dude. Here's something I thought of when I was high. <laughs> Good. Dude. Um, all right. Thanks, all right. everyone, for listening. So the podcast, podcast festival. festival. Then the following weekend, I'm in Harrisburg at... Uh, I got shows coming the new up comedy you'll never club. know where they are because I don't have a calendar and I'm not going to tell you right now. Bah, ha, ha. There's a new comedy club or what's been open for about a year in Harrisburg. Um, not at the Comedy Zone because they closed because they're remodeling. So I'm at the other comedy club. Not this weekend, next weekend. And there you have it. Talk to you later. If you enjoyed My Wife Hates Me, subscribe and check out all the great podcasts at riotcast.com. She really hates him, it's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober, she's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bomb and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him, it's really true. Somewhere deep down, she loves him too.